Hello Taylor, my beautiful bride-to-be. Um, again, because I don't remember if you listen to these in any kind of an order or not, I will repeat that it is Tuesday the 29th of December 2020. It is now getting later into the morning as I approach the last leg of my bike ride. It is hot, it is a little bit muggy, it was raining earlier but not anymore, um, and um, yeah, let's talk about some of the last things remaining on my brain. Um, the first thing that I will bring up is, um, I guess I'll talk a little bit about <laughs> the blast that I gave you on Discord. Yes, now that you know and you have received it, and Christmas Day has come and gone. Um, I had been thinking about something to give you for Christmas for a little while. Um, you know, it wasn't perfect. I think I was busier than I expected during the holidays, as I've mentioned. Um, I think that has been the case for you as well. But as I also mentioned on my first recording, as sleepy as I was, is that I am actually largely really proud of how he did. Um, I think despite our distance, despite the challenges and busyness that we went through, we still reached out with each other and showed each other a lot of love and that means the absolute world to me. Um, and um, yes, there was a night I had to stay up until, I didn't even stay up, I woke up at around 2am with the purpose of trying to get to you a letter that I just knew I wasn't going to have time for, especially given that I didn't realise I wasn't going to be making it home that night on Christmas Day night. Um, there's some other little things that you would have seen, obviously. Um, at this stage, currently, from, uh, from when I'm recording this, you have not yet had the opportunity even to watch the two recordings that I've made you. And <laughs> as sad as that is, I'm also kind of um, very excited by the fact that I've given you something that you will be able to enjoy um, going forward um, while I'm still on holidays, um, while you'll be back at work, um, while I may still be a bit restricted as well. Um, and there's still something for you to look forward to. Like, it's cool that I gave you all these things, but it's also nice that some of them are still there to waiting for your attention and that's that's awesome um, so yeah even though I kind of wish I had given you a small video recording um, I am pretty happy with what I ended up leaving you with um, I'm just thinking through actually a fair number of the channels right now um, and, you know, I didn't get through every single channel, um, but I got pretty close, <laughs> which makes me happy. Um, it was nice that I had, um, you know, there was one particular photo I had with Burrito that I had forgotten to send you some time ago. And then as the time had gone by, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll leave this for a better time. And that's actually probably when I came up with the idea of doing this to begin with. Um, 
so the first thing that I had created for you actually was that picture that I had laying down with burrito. Um, I still need to get this bike serviced, I think. Okay, there we go. Um, what else? Uh, I had taken two selfies of myself, which I had sent you. Um, just waiting for a truck to get past. Oh, come on, mate. Don't you know I'm in the middle of a recording? Gee. Thank you. Um, but it was pretty nice to get you of one, um, get you one of um, me with the snowman at my parents' place. Um, but as well, it, uh, so cool to get one as well. Um, just after I'd done that recording, so you knew. I guess so. It would mark that moment, which I thought was particularly nice. Why is there a car parked on the fucking? Ah. Car was parked like literally like covering the entire bike path. The bastard. Oh well, look, I could have gotten around him. I didn't need to get angry. I didn't get that angry actually. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, as well, um, after I had taken that photo of um, with uh, flying down with burrito, I thought it was a perfect moment as well um, <laughs> to harken back to um, the recording at, of which I, um, not recording, the video chat we had, um, which I was completely naked and holding burrito, and I thought it'd be <laughs> kind of nice to give that to you as a present, and me holding burrito. Harkening back to that conversation and that excellent tease that I had given you. Um, a couple of weeks prior. <laughs> um, I haven't updated this in the channel, so this one's a little bit of a nice surprise for you when you get through this as well. But I did add a very little something to our story as well. Um, again, it is short, um, and it, it probably harkens to how I was feeling at the time. Um, but it is nice, and um, I hope you'll roll with it, and um, you'll have to check it out. <sighs> um, how nice it was <laughs> to try and play Rocket League with you, um, or at least record myself playing Rocket League with you. Um, as you have seen by the date, that was done quite some time ago. And um, that was a funny experience. It's definitely something I need to do again. It probably won't be as long this time I do it, but it makes me think of how many things I can show you. Um, different games and other things that I've tried. It's just, um, yeah, it's exciting to try all these different things and give you stuff to watch and listen to. And it gives me another way of staying connected with you and showing you that I love you. So, yeah, I loved doing that. Um, I loved drawing the two koalas for you and recording that experience with you and having you see me draw, even though the camera isn't set up in a way to allow you to actually see the drawing itself until it's done. But it is also nice actually that it is left until a surprise, that it is left as a surprise until the very end. 
Um, and so as of this stage, unless you've skipped to the very end of the video, which I doubt you have, um, you haven't yet actually seen that drawing yet. So there's another thing that's still waiting for you. And I hope you like it. Um, and I still am very happy that there's something left waiting for you as that is. <coughs> um, what else did I give you? That, that, that um, webcomic of the Grinch was hilarious. <laughs> so I'm glad that you liked it as well. <laughs> we all have that one thing that'll push us over the edge, Taylor. Trust me. And for some of us, that may be a PS5. <clears throat> um, I'm not sure if you'd seen this one yet because I hadn't seen a response from you just yet but um, oh, I had sent you a link to a city I had gone to in France called Strasbourg and um, I had gone around Christmas time it's literally the only time I've spent a Christmas in winter and in the snow around when I was 16 um, and the place was fucking incredible it had this amazing mix of this cobblestone covered um, you know civilians uh, sorry pedestrian type of a walkable city with incredibly old architecture and cathedrals including its own Notre Dame, not to be confused with the one that burnt down. Um, and, um, but it has a lot of awesome side streets and shops and, you know, Venice-like canals and things. It is just an incredible place. And at the very least of a Christmas feel of something that I would love to take you to, that is, that is a place that I think um, I would love to experience with you. Um, so I shared that. Um, as you no doubt saw, I've watched a bunch of Christmas movies, including Die Hard, finally, which is great. Um, it's so good to be up to speed and with the references, actually, that's been a long time coming. Um, oh, even to this day, I still haven't added the Christmas music, but I have to. Um, I am actually almost, um, tempted to split it into two simply because I really like the one distinct style of that old school kind of jazzy style that you've mostly put in there and um yeah i think i could listen to a playlist of just that type alone along with some of the more modern stuff as well um and make them both their own cohesive thing um because like i said i just wouldn't add anything to it or change it it's just really awesome um what else um, games. Uh, I played Animal Crossing as you saw, um, I did about all of the Christmas stuff that I could, um, I also gifted you a couple games, 
um, and I will not mention anything of them until you have seen um, what remains. Um, but I'm glad that uh, I didn't put you in a tricky position having accidentally sent one of them a little bit sooner than I anticipated. <clears throat> um, yeah. Anyway, obviously I'm having a bit of a tough time visually trying to remember um, all the parts of the Discord, which is stupid because I spent so much time in there thinking about it. Um, but um, I guess one of the things I was wanting to mention is that A, one of the things that I didn't get to finish um, but it is kind of, it is pretty much done, is um, is the fact that um, I am, some of the meta stuff, okay, so, okay, let me start from the beginning. I'm creating a bit of a Notion page or something for the both of us. Um, and it is intended to kind of complement um, the Meta Matters channel. Because the point of the Meta Matters channel um, was to be something of a homepage to, um, and it still is, and I still, still, I still love that there's a place to discuss all that stuff, and then <laughs> even you've gotten on board with that weirdness of mine as well. Um, it is a place to kind of, you know, do some introspection around our own, I guess, relationship at a high level, uh, at a contextual level and also at Discord and any things that we may be doing or do and all that stuff. And um, I think Notion is kind of also perfect complement for that kind of thing as a, something of a home page for us. Um, so that is something I'm creating and it's not done yet. What is done though is a page where you can easily go back to and um, track various recordings that I've done. Um, so I will be forwarding that to you shortly. That is done and I hope that you find it because you go back to some of these recordings every now and then. Um, I hope you find it uh, a nice way to revisit some of them and add context to some of them. Um, so, so yeah. Um, that is a thing that is done. Um, and as you would have noted as well, I've pretty much, for at least for the longer recordings, have generally moved to uploading them to Anchor instead. One, because I really wanted to get to know the platform and have something free as well to, um, upload onto um, but I loved the way that I could kind of go back and edit some of the episodes and stuff and create segments of recordings even though that's not something I've really done in this bike ride um, and then I can go back and remember what I talked about um, and um, either reorganize or if I screw a section up I can change that up and stuff and it also means that you can either use the app and follow my account or whatever and easily go back through all my recordings that way as well anyway so yeah 
Um, <laughs> unfortunately, there isn't a way at this stage of privately sharing anything um, there. So my assumption is that no one's going to bother trying to look or listen to one of these recordings. And as long as that's the case, um, it's private enough. But yeah, um, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Otherwise, I'm liking the platform and that's basically a thing that I'm doing there. Um, another thing that I was meaning to mention is that I totally forgot until I was wandering around some other Discord channels that you can add your own emoji. You can add your own emoji. Um, and um, that is another thing I didn't quite get to, but I had collected some, which is... Um, I have a bunch of different icons and things. Um, and for certain things that I've been able to find and maybe some that we haven't thought of or whatever, of which we may feel that um, Discord is lacking. Um, I will work to add some extra custom emoji. Um, and that'll be nice. That'll be awesome. So yeah, I'll get on to doing that, my dear. Um, truck almost ran me over. That bastard. <clears throat> what else was I gonna mention? I think that's probably about it in terms of some of the Discord stuff. Well, as, as you know, I've, and as this may be evident by the fact that I had started thinking about Christmas a little bit early, is um, I'm always thinking of this stuff. I'm always tracking the notes and all those kinds of things. So, ouch, is there something I thought? Um, um, okay, where was I? Yeah, I'm always tracking the things, and so there is um, plenty more where all that came from. <sighs> my dear, because I love you so much and I really wish you were here. Um, let me see, the only other thing I think I was going to mention is, you know what, I might just stop and check. Um, whether there is, whether or not there is something in my shoe. And then I can actually maybe just check the segment as well. And I'm back. Again, for the last leg of the ride. I thought something had gone into my shoe, but that is not the case. Um, I just needed to readjust the aglet that was bothering me. <clears throat> Where was I? Oh yeah, um, I think I was just going to change the topic completely actually, um, which was about some of the things I may have been watching lately or any other things like that. Um, I'm still watching Dark. Um, I haven't yet listened to that Sound Exploder episode that you linked me to, but yes, that is indeed an artist I listen to somewhat. So how I got there actually was that, um, and I have linked you to this artist or songs from this artist before, um, for some time I've enjoyed the music of Moderat and 
what I only recently came to realize is that Moderat is a collaboration between two separate artists called Apparat and Mode Selector. Um, two electronic artists, I think they're both based in Germany. Anyway, so one of those artists, yes, did indeed do the title track of Dark. And I, um, I quite like that track, actually. It is something different um, than a lot of the other moderate tracks that I've liked, but I like it. Um, it is cool, as is the show. The show continues to be awesome. Um, it has this excellent way of adding extra complexity, but making it still extremely accessible, in my personal opinion. Um, that's not to say there aren't parts that are confusing, but um, uh, it has been the exact right level of, um, I guess, puzzling for me. Um, which um, is more than I can say about Tenet. As much as I enjoyed it for its ambition and cinematography and score. Um, I think I'm very close to the end of the entire series of that though, um, which is happy, which makes me happy, but also sad. Sad because I've loved it. And it's also always sad letting something nice like that go, but happy because then I get to start something new. I don't know what that's going to be yet. Um, but I always like to have some kind of a TV show running in the background. Um, and that is a series that has kept me some company quite well for the past few weeks. Oh. Okay. Just climbing up to the story bridge as I do. Oh, um, movies. Um, I recently watched 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, and I'll just wait for some of these people to pass. So, <clears throat> um, as is obvious by the name, it is somewhat, somewhat related to Cloverfield, the movie itself, obviously, kind of obviously, but not. In fact, part of what the movie 10 Cloverfield Lane does so well is that you as the viewer are kind of, so, for most, for a lot of the viewers going in, they'd be aware that this has the Cloverfield name in it, but not in what way it is related. And it follows a completely different cast of characters and it's a completely different place. And I suppose you could say that part of the premise of the movie is that you, as I suppose, um, or rather the lead character as a surrogate for the viewer, is constantly unsure about what is actually going on, in a good way, in a good way. Um, not 
like I'm thinking of any things which I think confuses the viewer in a bad way. Um, I will talk about that in a moment. <laughs> 10 Cloverfield Lane is basically the story of some girl who rushedly leaves her life to escape what seems to be uh, some kind of a broken marriage or something of the sort. And then on her way out escaping this, gets hit by a car and finds herself tied up in something of a bunker. And um, throughout the whole film, you are unsure to what extent it is actually a good or bad place to be. Um, you are constantly unsure of the character's motives. Um, it is just an excellent film all around. I really liked it. Um, I don't know, it's so loosely related to Cloverfield that I don't know whether or not you need to have watched it at all. I don't really think so. I think it is pretty standalone. Um, oh, it is very standalone, you know what, I'll even backtrack further. I, um, just a vague understanding of what Cloverfield is about or what kind of a world Cloverfield is in might give some idea to the kinds of perplexities you're trying to figure out um, while watching 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, but yeah, um, it is a good film. I really liked it. Um, and like I said, misleads and confuses the viewer um, in a good way as opposed to I'm thinking of any things, which I think does it in a bad way. Um, and I listened to a recording recently, or a podcast, rather. Um, why do I feel like I've talked about this before? But it made me double down on that point, that point of view, I think. Um, because a lot of... When I looked at the reviews, it had reviewed actually quite positively. And looking at some of the viewer responses, the reviewer reviews, or whatever, um, yeah, you would think it is uh, quite, I don't know. Ah, see, it's really hard because what's hard about it is that there's so much about the movie I want to like. It has a lot to say. It is quite philosophical. It has a lot of really good ideas. I think it is shot incredibly well. Some of the cinematography um, and colours and the grading is just amazing. Um, even if I agreed with one reviewer that I read, um, it is shot in 4x3, um, and I agree with one viewpoint I remember crossing, which is that I think that is just kind of a silly fad. I don't really understand um, what the artistic point of that particular limitation is. I think just widescreen would have been fine, but... Um, Either way, within that ratio, um, everything shot looks amazing. But the film is just too long. It is too long. It has too many disparate things to say. And then you're left at the end of it without really knowing what it is 
tried to say at all. I actually really tried to give it a good go at um, trying to understand it. And even if I agree and love some of the things it tried to say, I really as a whole think that the movie is just a kind of confused, um, ah, pretentious mess of a thing. Um, I think it alienates the viewer way too much um, by... I don't know, it's too long-winded in its philosophical kind of monologues. And the thing is, I love some good monologues in films. Some of my favourite things about some Tarantino films are just the straight-up dialogue scenes. Um, sometimes about completely random things. In fact, part of my love of Superman, actually, in general, came from Kill Bill Volume 2. Um, where it is talked about Superman and how he is different from a lot of the superheroes or just about every superhero in that, as far as I know as well, as was said in this excellent speech, um, I think he might be the only superhero, at least that I know of, where his alter ego is to be a normal human being um, Clark Kent, as opposed to every other superhero where their alter ego is the superhero themselves, because he already is a superhero and rather to function day to day, he is just pretending to be a normal person like us and how that's an amazing way of this person examining what people are like and adapting to what they are and how they see the world and all that stuff um, and I'm thinking of anything that has some amazing monologues and some great dialogues some of them are really tense um, and I love a film that um, plays with the nature of reality either in a hyper real way um, where the nature of reality is a little bit weird but you kind of roll with it and it's okay Kind of like a lot of um, Wes Anderson films. Or, I also love <clears throat> films where the characters themselves are slightly uh, unrealistic or accentuate some strange personality traits, but you kind of learn to roll with their sense of logic and it grounds you in that way while still having an element of, not outright fantasy, but fantastical in terms of their own psyche. Um, and an example of a film that I think did that really good um, was Silver Linings Playbook, um, which I really liked. I thought it was awesome. And um, yes, there is one or more characters in that film that are... Um, that you can't really trust fully their um, their perception of reality or the things that they're going to do. Um, they, you may come to understand that they are not able to uh, maybe function or act or respond to things in a logical way. And that's part of the beauty because you get grounded in the rules of what their psyche is and that's awesome. Um, 
I'm thinking if anything's just does a bit of both, but really poorly in such a way that it feels like it's constantly changing the rules. And it is only through, in my opinion, a fair bit of outside reading that I could actually get to feel, uh, to get a sense of what it was trying to say from which perspectives and why things were constructed in the way that they were. Because sometimes characters will add super weirdly and... uh, I really wanted to like it. And there's lots of things to like about it, but I just didn't. Um, So, yeah. Um, That's... Those were the last two films I think I saw. Um... I have a few more on my list that I've been wanting to watch these holidays. I don't know what I'll watch next. Um, But this is probably leading to a good time, my dear. I am ah, nearing the end of my bike ride. I don't know why I just got off my bike to cross the road at the zebra crossing, but I did. And cars waited for me as I ran across with my bike like an idiot. (laughs) I should have just stayed on it. Okay, it is 9.40. Wow, I've been out riding for a little time. This last recording actually didn't last that long at all. Um, Oh no, I did it in segments. Okay, that sounds about about right. Okay. Okay. Um, I am just in the James Street area next to the Carlisle Hotel. I'll have to take some pictures of James Street one day because it has a very distinct look and feel. Um, Come on, bike, work with me. All right. Um, There is vines and succulents everywhere and palm trees. There is a lot of brick and concrete but in a really nice polished way I can't really describe Um, but mixed with a lot of really nice materials there's a lot of timber and glass going on as well it is um it is very aesthetic Um, and I failed to put good words into it Um, what did I just drop oh no it was a stick to think I'd be taken out almost at the end of my ride by a stick. Um, That would be a bad way to go. Um, Okay, I'm really glad um, that during these holidays, (laughs) even if it took me a little bit longer than intended, I was able to go on a big bike ride and I was able to take you along with me. And it always feels so good to take you along with me. It always feels so good to know that this is something that you're going to listen to. Um, it feels nice to get better at recording this. Already, just in my this one bike ride alone, I feel um, kind of like I've somewhat found the voice again that I think I had lost a little bit at the start of the recording when I was so tired, or maybe I was just really tired. Maybe it's even worse than I remember. I don't know why I keep referring to it. I'm sure it was fine. Um, But I feel a lot more awake now, which is good. Um, But also ready for some food. 
and coffee and general productivity. Um, but yeah, um, until further recordings and further chats and stuff, um, this is where I'm going to leave this recording for today. Um, Yeah, this recording on the 29th of December, just two days out from New Year's Eve. Thank you, as always, for joining me. Amazed as always, I never continue to stop being amazed that you take the time to listen to these. Not because you don't love me, but because I am literally talking random shit to you for a long, long time. Um, but nevertheless, please know, as always, that I am thinking of you all the time. I miss you so much. I can't wait to be able to talk to you again. I miss it. I, I just keep remembering certain moments of conversations, even one of the ones we had. <laughs> um, where we would just keep laughing the whole time. I just remember one where you were talking to me about pop sockets and how we could barely get through the conversation because we kept laughing. Maybe that was the one where I wasn't wearing anything either. But anyway, <laughs> even since then, before and after, there's just been so many, so many Good conversations and good times. The whole time I have been with you in general has been a dream. I couldn't be happier to call you my fiance and spend the rest of my life with you. I love you so much. So this is where I'll leave you. Thank you for listening. I love you now and always. Bye.